0: Hello, what up? Welcome to a new episode of the Apple Podcast. Uh, Today we're talking about the meta, about battlegrounds, again how things are changing because again one of the biggest updates we've had, a lot to talk about and actually a lot of interesting things happening right now uh, within the game. Uh, We also talk a little bit about nerfs potentially coming up because things are a bit out of line. We've seen a lot of complaints, a lot of people raging on twitter myself included. Uh, I'm also going to talk at the end about me leaving i'm taking a little bit of a break for two weeks so uh, i do have content plans so if you want to know a little bit about that and know about what's going on i'll touch that in the end but first let like, let's talk about the game because there's still so much to talk about now uh, i'm not going to go too deep into like specific cards and how to play them because i think the last couple of videos did a good job of showcasing what i think of the meta what is strong how to play certain things so if you want to like, have a better insight in the meta or, or in specific cards or playstyle I would say take a look at that but right now we could compare what we thought was strong because I did predictions and I was off on some of them and what actually happened because the last yapo episode was on the day of release right before me just speculating so um well what is the meta like I think I predicted meta being uh, very greedy because of the damage gap and because of some of the stuff that was released on tier 5 I think a lot of people as well myself included uh, over like underrated some cards that were completely under the radar as well like Frogger like Wild Smuggler they were cards that seemed okay in my eyes but they're actually like meta-defining and because of that because of that I'm super wrong because I thought the good stuff was still on higher tiers that things are going to be greedy. Turns out that the meta is very mid-rangey and tempo-ish because of the good cards being on lower tiers. Doomsayer I, I think everyone saw it coming being too strong and it actually is. So all of the good cards are on tier 2, 3, and 4. There's of course still good cards on 5 and 6. But generally you find direction and compositions and scaling way earlier. So because of that people uh, are like very quick to choose a comp, stabilize, get strong and stick with that. Uh, Meaning lots of people force stuff. Lots of people forcing beasts or mechs or demons. And then if you find it you're super strong and you're like insane. If you don't find it you die. And that feels like the meta. You either hit the stuff. Go with it and hit the dream comp and you're good. Or you hit the stuff, try to go to dream comp, don't hit it and other people do and you just die. Unless you're flexible enough and know how to pivot. But a big downside this meta is that there's menagerie is really bad. Uh, there's no metrics anymore and menagerie just doesn't scale or catch up with all the other stuff. So you have no fallback plan. Uh, one thing I always say is if the meta has menagerie, so if menagerie is good in the meta, then it's a healthy meta. Why? Because if you don't hit anything, if you just have a bunch of random tribes, everyone can do Menagerie, right? You just pick some random tribes that are good, you find a light thing, or some jugs, or whatever, scaling, right? Like, Major Domo's, find something to scale up, and just play a board of random stuff, and play for stats, and you're gonna be fine, and then... The meta is healthy because it doesn't matter if you miss, you always have a fallback plan. You can always set up for Menagerie. It's super easy to buy random tribes. It's super easy to find buffs and, and learn how to tech well against your opponents. So Menagerie metas I find personally fun because of the flexibility and because it allows people to stabilize when they miss on their initial game plan. The Menagerie is no good. So what happens if you miss is that you are stuck. Uh, if you try to pivot into Menagerie, you die to people who have the nuts and who outscale. So that's one thing I don't like about the meta, but I'm actually having a lot of fun because again, all the biggest updates ever, a lot of playful things, a lot of things to try out, and uh, yeah, it, it's amazing. So I feel personally like the meta is more mid-rangey instead of um, greedy because you don't need to greed when stuff is on tier 2 and tier 3, so... Yeah, also, uh, shiny curve or uh, like whatever tier one curve you prefer to do is also worse now because you don't really need to find early triple, sacrifice a lot of HP, and find five jobs. Why? You can roll on tier two and tier three and just be as strong and find just as mid direction. So things are kind of weird right now. It, it's, it's really weird. For sure, we'll see nerves, and I'm going to do some predictions of what I think is going to change. Um, but right now what I think the strongest tribes are and the tribes that I've had most success with climbing to 9,200 and uh, what I mainly did is like play mechs at first the first day I think I only played max. I forced it because I knew mechs are strong so I played Greasebots which is the uh, four drop also real quick I'll explain all the cards that I talk about so if I didn't explain previously I'll try to work on it, but I know a lot of people said that I they want like pictures whenever I talk about stuff. I do that in all my videos except the podcast episodes because again you can listen to these on Spotify. So it's kind of unfair if I just show pictures and then people on Spotify who listen or who watch this or listen to this in the background, don't have the visual. So I'm not doing any editing in these videos, I'll try to remember to explain whatever I'm talking about, so sorry if I forget. But yeah, so GreaseBot is the 4-drop that gives uh, Divine Shield units plus 2 plus 1 once they lose the Divine Shield. Uh, that's amazing. Like, if I have a Cyclone, a Bronze Sword, or a Deflectable, I jam this guy, even with a Mackerel. Like, it, it's so much insane skilling. It's kind of like a targeted Lightfang with more potential, and it's a mech. It's muddy. It's tier four. So, the first day, I basically just forced this card. I displayed this whenever I had any Divine Shields. I tried to go max, and I had a great win rate. Max, I think, like I said in my previous video, is one of the best. Tribes to go if you don't want to lose MMR. It's so safe if you find some mechs and just scale up and do divine shield scam and and stuff like that. It's great. Uh, also, taunt comp like they nerfed arm by removing one HP. Arm is a trade job, I guess, plus two attack. Whenever a taunt is attacked into, uh, they removed one HP, which makes it less viable as a tempo option on t- tier three, but arm just still does exactly the same it gets plus two like it's still great scaling if you have some modules so i would say don't sleep on on, uh, arm it beats demons for example like big demons still lose to an arm taunt comp because there's so much stuff that just value trades with high attack um then the next tribe is obviously beasts even without frogger it felt strong i had a lot of beast wins when frogger was out uh frogger i'll explain it real quick in case you don't know it's a two drop with deathrattle that gives plus two plus two to another beast and a deathrattle so deathrattle can keep on bouncing from beast to beast to beast uh so without Froger i could just find mama bears crocolisks uh crocolisks is a new tier five that has avenge two and deathrattle give a random beast plus six plus six i i think um it was good it it was pretty good so the beast should be in a worse spot because uh they don't have faces anymore and faceless is it's going to give you triples and pairs, and beasts need that. Beasts need the Golden Baron, the Golden Macaw, the, the Goldrins. Like, beasts needed more than any other tribe to hit triples, but it seems like it's not that affected, uh, like, being f- faces being removed. So that is interesting, but it might just be because they got better early tempo. Like, they don't have kindly Grandmother anymore. Instead, they have uh, the new 2-drop, the 2 3 reds, I guess. No, the 3 2 red that summons a 2-3-turtle with taunts on turtle. <laughs> that was way harder than i expected it to be um they just have like new resources and new new tempo new scaling new spikes that allows them to get a lot stronger and therefore you don't necessarily need to hit the triples as quick to just have a spike and of course frogger (laughs) let's let's not forget about that card now it's back in the game and it's busted it is uh, people say it's broken it's not broken it works as intended but it feels like they didn't anticipate the amount of growth that it could generate it's kind of insane uh, how much froga can balance and like exponentially scale up your beasts on the board so that's something i feel like is overlooked uh but hey we got our our screenshots now with like a hundred thousand attack macaws so reddit is gonna be happy But yeah Froga comp it's amazing it, it's great so beast is definitely up there as well amongst the best tribes dragons Again, dragons uh, were bugged, so they were the best tribe. Now the bugs are mostly removed, so Gore doesn't stack anymore. We have Smuggler. Smuggler is a 2-drop. That gets plus 2 HP whenever a dragon gets plus attack. So like the, the health would stack way, way, way too much. There um, are some other bugs like Tune. All of that is fixed, but I think dragons are still strong. People say dragons is bad now. With with smuggler being fixed? No, I, I really don't agree with that. I think dragons are still great, but I think people play it wrong. People just want to do the high stuff again. But dragons have amazing tempo and like scaling on tier three and four, like Terragossa, which is a tree job that keeps all enchantments during combat phase. And the four job, uh, there's some noise outside. I hope you guys can hear it. Uh but the four job that like gives Razigor stats to adjacent units at the start of combat. That's amazing scaling, the 4-drop the that deals damage whenever a dragon attacks, so you just remove divine shields automatically. There's so many tools now, I feel like they're in a really good spot, um, you just need to not try and just hire all the not sure that is good, but you can set it up, play tempo dragons, and then later on slowly transition into that endgame. Uh, I'm still going to put dragons amongst the best tribes, I still have a lot of wins with it, and I still think it's really strong if you just hit the smuggler, or the good early dragons. Uh, and then... Demons, <laughs> Dude, there's like a rooster outside. Uh Demons, well, uh, we got Doomsayer, the trade job that's absolutely broken. Now I know I've been like kind of trash talking demons a lot and I still think it's justified. Demons is a good tribe. It does win sometimes. It does get top fours and it's a high win rate, but it doesn't still, I don't think it takes too many first places. It loses super hard to poison. It loses to Maxer or taunts if they, well, position properly and if it's a good player demons like are so awkward to play uh i'm still gonna put it up there demons are good you know if you hit the early uh urzul i think it's a five drop it's a taunt that whenever you play a demon it eats something from the shop gains the stats and the six drop that just makes all your demons at the end of the turn eat stuff from the shop um they're good not gonna complain but I, i i don't think it's it's good enough i think it's great but not good enough um and the tre- uh, yeah the only thing again is a tree job i've been talking about the tree job doomsayer uh, which is the two six right instead or two five that whenever uh three things die so avenge three gives you a random demon in hand and this guy can generate like two or three demons a turn it's again a better genie or a better goal or whatever on your tree it is insane it gives you triples it gives you money it gives you a comp like all demons onto your tree so this card is nuts. Uh, this needs to be nerfed or removed or whatever. So we, uh, that's definitely going to happen. Because this is the only reason Demons is good in my eyes. Without this card, I think Demons is going to be a lot worse. Anyway, those are like the, the main tribes that I play most of the time that I think are super strong. The other tribes need a bit more Hyrule to work. Like Murlocs just need a lot more Hyrules in order for it to be viable. Um, what other tribes are there? There's... Um, murlocs, mechs, demons, dragons, beasts, anyway for pirates pirates needs insane hyrule again you need like infinite money so a lot of hoggers but again faceless being removed makes it harder without faceless finding multiple hoggers and triples just gets a lot harder so uh peggy is a good card which is a new four job that uh whenever you have a card in your hand you give plus one or plus two plus two to pirates on your board it's a great card i played with it it was fun pirates actually seem like they got stronger just they need a bit more you know compared to the other tribes then we also have elementals elementals nomi comps are good mainly because of new four drop that uh whenever you play an elemental your refresh goes zero like on, on millhouse and on other heroes we get a lot of free money because a lot we get a lot of free rolls cycling elementals uh so that was a cool interaction that i didn't spot at first and then of course we got the avenge elementals that basically are pseudo nomi on tier four that but it comes with issues i thought it was a bad anomie i thought it was insane but the problem is that you have to play like shitty avenge minions like units that you want to die you know because that's the only way it triggers so eventually after a couple turns if you want to buy big elementals because well otherwise you're going to just take damage and die you got to upgrade your board buy your big elementals and then they don't die anymore and your avenge doesn't trigger anymore so it's actually not as good as it seems it's good to find for a couple turns maybe if you have taunts uh but quickly you're going to realize that it's a bit awkward to try and consistently get stats of it because uh, you have to cycle your board anyway right you have to sell your weak elementals for stronger elementals in the shop so why not just have a Nomi, which is just yeah anyway uh and then there's elementals pirates what am i missing quillboards yeah quillboards i don't know it didn't change much the new gem guy on tier 3 that gives you a gem whenever a device shield is hit is great i think it is a good card it has, I've seen it with like Shaker combs. I've seen it with even dragons because dragons, Welp Smuggler, and then gems, like it actually has a cool interaction. You can buff up the health of your dragons a lot with your gems. Um, other than that, Cobras just doesn't seem great because they didn't get a single buff or a single change, and every other tribe basically got buffed. So they kind of fell behind, which I didn't expect. Again, when I reviewed this, I thought Cobras are still going to be great uh, because they, they weren't changed. But yeah, sadly, it's just not enough. The stats that all the tribes have is just insane. Um, And that's it for the tribes. So what I feel like the meta is right now, how much I win with some of these tribes, what I think of them. Um, Now, let's move on to predictions. What I think is going to be nerfed. Now, of course, I'm going to bring up Doomsayer, the tree drop for demons, because that card is just out of whack. I think it's the strongest card to date released. So that card for sure going to be nerfed. If it's not, then... I'm going to really question what their idea is of balancing. (laughs) So, Doomsteer is going to be nerfed, 100% I think. Uh, Frogger, Frogger, I actually don't know if it's going to be nerfed because I see a lot of people go for it, myself included. But it is not as oppressive as it seems. Now, it needs to be nerfed 100% but not removed. Like on tier 2 it does too much, right? It's a 5-5 five five on tier 2 if you have at least one beast. It's a 7-7 seven seven or 9-9 nine nine if you have multiple beasts and you actually get good hits. Like it's crazy. And the potential of Frogger is also insane with uh, like Deathrattle Beast. And of course with Baron because with Baron it starts scaling exponentially. Uh, I'm going to have a video about that soon. So if you want to know all the math about Froger, how it works, how the composition works, look out for that. Uh, but basically... It, has, it enables too much, it's too strong, it shouldn't be on tier 2. So I think it's going to be nerfed to a higher tier. Uh, maybe they'll 2 plus 1 plus 1, but I don't think they'll do that. I think they'll just put a tier 3 or tier 4 or something. Maybe nerf the base stats. But I think they like the design. Everyone likes the design. A lot of people are loving Frogger, myself included. I think it's a really cool design. And it enables a new kind of beast build that we haven't seen before. And a new type of scaling that we haven't seen before. But like bouncing and exponentially growing. It's really cool. So I think they want to keep that they might just bump up the, the mana cost uh, or the gold cost i should say <laughs> we i we don't know that's just speculation but um that that's it for forever it's for sure probably gonna see change although i would not be surprised like i start off the statement i would not be surprised if they don't change it because i see a lot of people take it and try it make, making it work but it's still dying to other comms because again it does need the Baron, maybe the Macaw, it does need good beasts and Crocolisks uh, to survive and to make the comp work. So it takes a lot of pieces to actually have it scale up compared to other compositions or other high rollers. So, um, and I don't think the win rate on Frogger is going to be that high because I think a lot of people just pick it and then pivot out of it or just don't succeed. But when it succeeds, it's amazing. It's a lot of fun. It is almost unbeatable if it's really great. Um, so... I think they might look at the stats and think Froggor is fine, but it should probably be nerfed. Then Smuggler, the tier two card for dragons. Again, too many strong cards on tier two right now and tier three for for the game. So Smuggler should probably still see maybe change, like maybe go to tier three or give plus one HP because as it is, it is insane. Like if you have Kalygos, you want Smuggler on your board because of the amount of stats it puts out. It is crazy. It is single-handedly allowing dragons to do insane amount of, of damage and, and insane amount of health on, on their units. It just, for a tier 2 card, it does too much. That's all I'm going to say. Tier 2 cards should be like okay things. things are, Like Pack Leader, for example, is a great example. Uh, for example, is a great example. Yes. Uh, it, it just gives attack to your beast, it's strong for like a mid-game beast build but you never have back Leader in your late-game boards because it's just really bad, it, it's just the worst mama bear, Back Leader Combs aren't a thing, like it's it's more tempo-ish, it, it enables some mid-game strategy, that's it. I feel like uh, Smuggler should be kind of the same where it enables some early-game tempo, like a little bit of scaling on your early dragons but late-game it should fall off and you should want to get rid of it instead of it being still your main piece of scaling. Kalygos gives plus one, plus one to everything. Smuggler is gonna give plus two HP to everything if you have Kalygos. So, I mean, it's kind of like a, a second Kalygos in a way, then instead of the plus one attack, you move it to plus one HP. Yeah, uh, Smuggler is probably gonna see change. Although again, I would not be surprised if they don't change it because they did fix some of the interactions. I don't know what the win rate looks like. And people might think like, cause people are saying dragons is still bad because of the changes. People say dragons are now not great which I don't agree with, like, maybe they might agree. Second, or second, this is a fourth thing. Uh, Greasebot and Mackerel, the mech stuff, I think is just... I've, once I saw this, I think when I first saw Mackerel and Greasebot... Mackerel, by the way, is the tier 5 unit that regains a shield when something loses a shield. Um, too strong. I saw this, I lost my mind, because Mackerel was broken. And guess what? Mac- Mackerel, it's kind of the same as a word play. It's also kind of broken, Uh, I mean broken is maybe too much of a heavy word to use here because mackerel's don't win every lobby because of the power level of other tribes but dude a good mackerel comp can be insane if you have a taunted mackerel and then just a bunch of shields and it scales up with arm and grease bot dude I've seen entire boards just trade into a mackerel I've played a super shitty comp I had nothing but I had two taunted mackerel's and I got super lucky hits they bounced off each other and actually won fights that way Mech are just good. And Greasebot is also insane scaling. I wish, I hope they don't get rid of Greasebot or completely kill the card, but just nerf it a little bit. Like, just nerf the, the base stats of it. So it's a bit riskier to put it on the board because it's a 3-6. It still trades pretty okay. Um, and it's a max so you can module it and it's, it's going to be okay. Um, so maybe plus one, plus one as well instead of plus two, plus one because the attack is really good on the Vine shield units. We'll see or plus two, plus zero. I think something should change. Same with mackerel. Mackerel did. I don't know what they're gonna do. Maybe move it to tier six, or is that too much? They they already have the buster. Omega buster is actually surprisingly good as well. They have that on tier six. I really underestimated Omega buster. I think other people did as well until a couple days ago when I lost to xqn who is a former rank one EU nna Uh, who just like destroyed me with an Omega buster combo comp. They had like Omega buster, Macaw, Baron, and dude the. My microphone is about to fall. The, the amount of stats I can put out is crazy. It's like a gold ring comp, but I think I have the volume shields cause it's max and you can have rolls and resets. Like it is nasty. <laughs> so uh, I think uh, Omega Buster is kind of an interesting card that I'm definitely need to mess around with more for sure. Uh, but yeah, uh, then last but not least, I also want to touch bugs. Because they took it out of beta and they fixed some bugs, like the outline bug, the, the, the blue outline around chords that appear sometimes. So I'm happy that they finally listened and t- got rid of these things. But we can't ignore all the stuff that creep like, crept back in. So um, the, everyone going to tier 1 constantly, that still isn't fixed, even though they s- they're like two hot fixes already. People jump to tier 1. Um there's the, the Frogger breaking the game twice, uh the, all the dragon interactions, um the, the uh lag. There's also if you play for a continuous uh or look for a long amount of time, you still have lag, you have to restart the game. So after I do like a uh three, four hour stream I have to restart my game once or twice. It's 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 stupid. That's something that I don't understand how that's a thing still. So there's a lot of things that I wish are still gonna be solved. Although the game is out of beta, I don't know what the beta tag meant. Again, uh, in my previous video, 10 hot takes, the, the game still feels in beta. I feel like nothing changed. The battle tag did nothing except for move the game onto the front page. So I hope it's going to mean more. Maybe that means that we do get tournaments in the near future. maybe that does mean that there are going to be more patches and, and bug fixes. We're going to see, uh, but I'm still excited for the future. It seems like they do have plans for it still although i wish some of these things were quicker to be addressed um is there anything else i need to mention i don't think so this, this is basically everything so this yapoid episode is not going to be too long um since i have made so many videos already about the mountain and about cards i'll just want to uh, give an update on how things have been for that for a little bit because also channel update i'm leaving for two weeks Uh, I've been like doing YouTube almost for an entire year now. I think in about a month, it's been one year of me just grinding on YouTube and Twitch. And I haven't actually taken like time off, maybe a couple days off I've done before, but never traveled. Also COVID, because of COVID, I haven't been able to travel for two years. I think most people have been stuck inside. So this is the very first time again, finally, after a long while that I get to travel Oh God, dude, I'm so happy. It's kind of a bad time to travel because of all the stuff going on. Like my channel is doing great. I want to make content. I love, oh shit. I love making videos um, and things are go- going amazing. There's a big patch, but you know, I, I want to go. <laughs> so I'm going to Iceland for two weeks. Now, don't worry. I do have some videos scheduled. I made a video about Frogger, which is going to come out. I'm not going to spoil it. It's going to come out soon. And I also have a video about dragons uh, and maybe some other videos that if I have time because I'm leaving tomorrow we'll see so there will be content still there's just not going to be any streams um and if there's going to be like nerves or patches then I guess those videos will be a little bit off but they should still be informational enough so just so you guys know if I don't reply to comments or if I'm not active in discord if I'm not making content that is why but I will be back don't worry I might still check up on twitter from time to time we see, and uh, also I want to thank you guys for the amazing community. Like it's been amazing. We're almost at nine thousand subs as of making this podcast episode, which is crazy. We might push to ten k in like a month. That is absolutely mental. I'm gonna do something special for that, hopefully. Uh, but yeah, we just have a great community as well. In my my ten uh, hot takes video, there were not that many people being rude in the comments. A lot of people were very nice and respectful, and I like that. And the few people that were rude, they actually had like people reply to them and and say, "Dude, that's rude. What what the hell is that?" So I really appreciate all of you. Just you know, joining the conversation and helping out and, and being part of this. I'm really proud of what we've built, and I'm happy to be sitting here in front of you, uh, talking about this game. And I'll I'll definitely keep doing that. So thank you for that. That said, I'm gonna cut it short, uh, because I still got a lot to do. But I hope you enjoyed the short update, though. I hope you guys enjoyed the content I've been making and enjoying the patch. Now, let me know what you thought of, well, the nerf. What, what do you think is going to be nerfed? Do you agree with these stakes or do you think I'm completely wrong again as usual? Uh, thank you for listening or thank you for watching and take care. Good luck on the battlegrounds.